Welcome to the Commoner Podcast. If there's anybody out there, anybody. Who are you? You. No, not me, you. Yes, I am you. Just answer the damn questions. Who are you? I have told you. Are you deaf? No, you is blind. I'm not blind, you blind. Then it's what I just said. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my back, that's all. I'm ready! What are we waiting for? Take this! Uh, all right, you guys ready? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, it. welcome back. Welcome back to the Commoner Podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, what's today? Today's Friday. Um, we practice this. It's got to be a nice fluent, fluent start. Can't start off with... um, No ums. Even though I <laughs> say um all the time. But we'll figure it out. So, welcome back. December 6th, Friday. End of a long work week for all of us. And... Yeah, we guess we just want to ask you guys first to subscribe, leave us a review. You guys know the the spiel at this point. Yeah, um, even, it really helps us out. Even if you don't uh, give us a review, just give us a shout out to one of your friends that's looking for a new podcast. Just say, "Hey, been listening to this cool podcast, The Commoner." Just spread it the best you can. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Um, and if you could follow us on social media, we po- we post things that we talk about um, throughout the week and in, in the podcast. Uh, so we, you can stay updated there. And also anything you kind of send to us, we're going to talk about. So that's a kind of an outlet for you guys as well. Um, but our Instagram is the commoner podcast. Our Facebook is the commoner podcast. Our Twitter is the commoner pod one. And our email is the commoner podcast three. That's the number three at gmail.com. Send us messages, voice memos, anything you want. And we would really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. Let's jump into this week's voice memos, right? We got one. So if you guys listened to the last podcast, you remember that uh, Trevor called out our friend Chad on not sending in a voice memo. <laughs> and I guess he took that to heart. Yeah, Chad. He yeah, so Chad sent one in and it, it kind of is a, a spinoff off our uh, one of our topics from last week uh, about the bad date. But it's not. It's more about dating. So I'll just play it and I'll shut up. So yeah, here's let's, Chad. Let's listen to it. I haven't heard this yet. Hey, Commoner Chad here. I love the podcast. It truly allows me to see both sides of different arguments and situations. Listening to your latest podcast and about Trevor's first date, I kind of have a first date question for you. Do you feel, as in Trevor's situation, if a guy asks a girl on a date, on a first date, is he entitled to pay for the tab? Um, also with that being said, um, if a girl asks a guy on a first date, is the guy still entitled to pay the tab? And, uh, you know, where do you draw the line? Cause on first dates, I know you're often just feeling each other out. Do you really owe them anything? Um, even if it's just that meal. All right. Thanks guys. Love the podcast. Bye. Oh, nice. All right. All right. That's a good question. And, and Chad, uh, actually texted me and told me that he, him and his girlfriend actually had a a back and forth conversation about this with uh, disagreeing views, which is good. That's what, you know, that's what this is about is let's talk about whatever it is, if it's stupid or whatnot or, um, or important. But so what do you guys think about this? I think that's a great question. Um, I would say that it's me personally, 
Um, I, I do kind of believe it's the man, the guy's duty to pay for the first date. That's just what I've always believed in. Like, I think it's good to be a gentleman. Even if she invites you on the date, I think the guy should, should at least offer to pay. Split it with her at the least. That's fine, too. Don't don't show up and, with no money and make her pay for the date. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I, I'm completely on your side. I would, I would pay the first date as... Whoa. All right. We're just going to start <laughs> over there. All right. Ready? Around the edge of our seat. <laughs> no. <laughs> listening. Let's go. I am. I got to waste the mess. There's less. Stop laughing. Yeah, Nick. What are you talking about. All right. See, there he goes. Now he interrupts again. No, I completely agree with you, Nick. Um, I think the guy should always pay um, on the first date, even if the woman asks or if the girl asks the guy on a date. I, I think it's just kind of a gentleman. Gentleman. all right a gentleman thing to do and also the best thing you could not do is uh stutter because it's funny because uh was it the the l l y at the end there that was getting you because you said gentleman (laughs) fine i have no idea but like a funny story about stuttering is uh when i asked julia on a date uh after class one time uh for the first time i stuttered so bad I believe it. And she she probably just went on a date with me just because she felt bad. Oh, the special needs kid asked me out. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> no, but like, I don't know, man. Whatever. Yeah. No. So this is where I am because it was a two part question. And I think that if you ask a, a girl on a date, unless something huge happens that you find out, um, along the way that maybe you even have to like run out of the restaurant. Like you find out that she like dated a former like mob boss or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm trying to think of like intense things. Um, something crazy that you actually have to leave or you're just like, I don't want to be a part of this whatsoever. You get out of there. You don't pay, but that's very often not the case. I think you should always pay. If you ask a girl out, but if a girl asks you out on a date, I don't think you're obligated to pay. I think you're obligated to at at a maximum split it. You think so? Yeah, because you, I don't, this, you didn't initiate it. Yeah, um, but it's still comic courtesy. I see what you're saying. From like, she asked you on a date. It's like it's like if I asked you if you wanted to go get a beer, or like I asked you if you want to go get dinner. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I, I won't expect like I won't expect the woman to pay if she asked me out on a date. But I also wouldn't expect to buy the whole thing. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, maybe let's say it goes. I think that's when you feel it out. If it's be, a you should go there with intentions of splitting it, though. Maybe. Absolutely, you should absolutely have enough money. You should still be cognizant of what you're ordering, and thinking, okay, like, like you know, you're not getting the prime rib, and oh, she's gonna pay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, if but. she's paying, I'm getting the prime rib. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> you're still paying. Yeah, something. yeah, for sure. But you don't. I don't think you're obligated to pick up the bill at that point. But I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, it's yeah. Really a real question, Chad. But thank you. I guess I. I don't know. Knowing Chad, I think that he would uh, probably let his girlfriend Rebecca just pay the whole thing. Ah, shit. <laughs> Subtle burn. Just kidding, Chad. Just kidding, Chad. Thanks for sending that in, buddy. And uh, appreciate the uh, thought-provoking question there. That was that was interesting. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Chad. All right, now we can jump into the weekly buzz. 
So let's get it going. <laughs> that was a weak one. <laughs> there we go. All right. So first thing we want to discuss, which we had been posting about on our Facebook page uh, in the days leading up to this, is about the Peloton ad. Do you guys see this? Yeah, yeah, I finally watched it. Just just nonsense. It's, nonsense. it's strange. What so the, what else for initial reactions based off the just the ad itself like I thought it was a really good ad. I I like saw the, the commercial before it even like was a big deal. Yeah. So then when people were freaking out over the ad, I was like, "Oh, they've made another one or something." Then I watched, I was like, "Oh, I already seen this one." I was like, "Oh, that's I thought that was just a really good present." Yeah, right. I you mean, know, it's at least like, a couple grand. Yeah, it's just everyone so. assuming anything. Like, what if that woman was really into fitness and owned her own little personal training thing? Or what I, if I she just really likes cycling? I think you know, it was people, the intentions of the ma- of the makers. I think that's like they weren't trying to be sexist or no, not like at that. all. But, but a lot of people just took it the wrong way. Not even well, a lot of people, though. I've asked, and the people I've surveyed, both men and women, just like from talking about it, everyone thinks it's nonsense. I don't know. Well, I don't even know how you take it the wrong way because it's literally just you have a to woman be angry. exercising, and who cares if she's thin? Everyone was saying. So I guess now we can get to the criticism. Yeah, but part, but right? that's the thing. But exercise is not about not just about losing weight. People exercise for stress relievers. It's physiological body whoa this messed that word up <laughs> no it definitely Damn. is ridiculous no like but like fitness is not just about getting fit and being skinny it has a lot no, of mental facts on you like but people your body craves it i guess the people releases all these different it. hormones it's great people that are criticizing it are they they were upset with they used a skinny girl which is still i know that's stupid because even healthy people should still exercise, but they just kind of took it and spun it into a direction that it wasn't, I don't think they were intending to go. Yeah. So I saw just the controversy, which if people haven't heard, there's an ad from Peloton in which it's Christmas. A husband gets his wife, a Peloton spin bike, and she does a video log of herself kind of using it every, you know, regular, regularly, and then recording it and you know it's for her it was like a it was a fun thing to do they were trying to make it look like a fun thing to buy right because that's what they want to do they want to sell them they over exaggerated the fun part she was like i'm nervous i'm excited i can't wait yeah so yeah like, but then she going it, on a mechanical bike also just showed also just showed how like she was determined she started it and she continued even when she didn't want to get up you know she's like yay 6 a.m. you know she's exhausted she's just, but she's still conquering that you know, she's it's not even herself. she's pushing herself. She started something, she's doing it, and she's proud of herself, and she accomplished something. Like, it's just completely, absolutely. Well, we got to give a little more crazy. Got to give a little more background into what people are saying. So people are saying things like this is sexist. It's sexist that a man is getting this uh, piece of exercise equipment for his already thin wife. I saw. Yeah, dude, that and that then, one was brutal. Like a rich so what, white was, man buys. If, a hundred sixteen pound wife, Peloton to lose four pounds to be one hundred and twelve pounds, like this one. It was a girl that said that too. 
Yeah, well, it's like funny. so. What if she was? If they had an actress in this commercial that was two hundred pounds, it they would be fat shaming. You know, at that like it, someone would already be mad anyway. Yeah, it's just it's just people who are actually getting mad over that are really just looking. They're just already angry. They're already angry, scrolling through the web, and then they stumble upon this, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck!" They're looking for the bad. That's like it brings back to the conversation we had early on a couple pod- podcasts ago that people are seeking and looking for the bad. And that's yeah. a perfect example of it right there. And it's just the extremist. It's just the extremist. Yeah. Right. And that's those are the people that are making a difference. You know what I mean? That That's what's blowing yeah. it up out of proportion. So, Nick, overall, did you, I guess, if you had to rate this ad, what would you give it a rating? Let's say, I don't know. The, the typical grading scale from like school F to A. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it was a bad commercial. I think a lot of points that people are criticizing it for are, you know, why, why is a guy giving his wife an ex- exercise bike in the first place? That's something you shouldn't do in reality. I don't, I don't think that's a bad at all, a bad thing to do at all. Um, no, you know, it's especially if you've been married already, it's not like you're, if you give a girl an exercise bike on, you know, your six month and 12 month anniversary, that that would probably be a little more inappropriate. But to give your <laughs> wife something like that, just to put in the house, like, I, first off, that's not a bad idea. Secondly, no. did you got did you see the Twitter responses that were like calling it like Black Mirror, how it was almost like a Black Mirror episode? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she should be watching herself, you know, live streaming from her phone and then it would zoom out and that would be her view of her looking at her phone from her third person. So it was kind of cool. I would give it like maybe a B, Mm -hmm. B plus maybe. Yeah. B plus. All right. What about you, Trev? Dude, it's an A plus commercial. Before everyone everyone like even was blowing it up and making it a big deal, I was like, oh, wow, that's a really cool commercial. Like, that's awesome. And I'm just a big fan of Peloton because I think it's really cool. Like their company, what they're doing. But um, yeah. Like it, it just goes back to it's they're married they have a kid you know like he's buying a gift that his wife is going to enjoy you don't buy a gift you know what i mean like so it must be something that she likes and she it was awesome it was a great commercial just the yeah, the I, overall aspect of it i think the, yeah, i'd give it what, what would give you give it an a an a i could give it an a um i like i think peloton like you said trev is an interesting company i, I think it's cool what they're doing with the how they're creating like a network of of people that want to work out together. Yeah, man, they're making a um, live stream live stream group. You know, that guy said her name. That's the coolest thing. After you attend a certain cycling class or any class for that, the trainers get a copy of who's in here and the, the consistency of people that are in there. So they could see like, yeah, Jasmine's 15th time here. Oh, newcomer Trev, how's it going? You know, like it, it's that's yeah. fascinating. And people can do it all in their home and feel safe. That's the biggest thing. People that don't like going to gyms, people that want to be at home to work out maybe they're self-conscious like it's a great company i don't think it's like yeah it's not uh, the stigmatism isn't around the bike itself it's about the commercial and how they set it up oh yeah no i'm just ranting on how it's a good freaking bike and a good system and a good company i never even yeah well the only other thing that i the only other thing i didn't like about the uh the the why it's not like an a plus or anything is i think it's just because that like the acting was kind of like weird at some points it was almost like cringy yeah it was definitely commercial um, acting yeah so i mean but it's a, it's an ad so like it's right as far as ad goes i thought it was good but yeah. to, i wanted to touch quickly on the backlash that peloton 
um, experience because of this, I would assume minority of people that saw this as some kind of sexist ad. Mm-hmm. Peloton shares fell 15% from Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, but and, you should buy them right now because they're going to go back up. Well, the price of the the price of the uh, bike didn't change. Yeah, but the stock is going to increase again. Oh, you mean by the stock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then it went down fifteen percent, erasing nearly about one point six billion in market value. Wow! Just from um, that commercial. Just from that commercial and all the backlash that twenty people had. I mean, well, I don't know how many people, but I'm. I don't think the majority. Well, also, maybe we're wrong. Maybe the majority of people do think it is a bad, sexist, terrible ad. And if you do think that way, send something into us explaining why you believe that. And um, maybe you could shed some light on the, the topic for us and for people that listen. I mean, I don't see what's what the problem is, but maybe I'm just missing something. So, Yeah, it's probably more people like in California. I bet you that's a big group of people that... <laughs> That out, outraged. All the rancid roadkill meat got to their heads. That's right. All right. Let's keep it going with the... With This is a question we wanted to pose to you guys as well as discuss amongst ourselves. With the, the Democratic election coming up, and we don't want to get into, you know, per se politics, but I think it is something interesting to discuss amongst maybe friends and family and is you know who would you maybe vote for at this stage of now the the campaign process is going on people are joining the race and people are dropping out of the race um so i think it's something cool that maybe we can do is track for ourselves maybe who we think is a good candidate at the time and see how everything plays out going forward um and it it can be an awkward conversation to maybe talk about but I don't know. What do you guys think? Who who would you, um, I guess, out of the Democratic field, who would you, who do you like? Well, I think we'd have, well, so first, let's talk about who's left right now. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm staying out of this conversation, could, that's for sure, I, I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention to it at all. Okay, so the top 10 people that I'm seeing who are left in the race... This is a list of off CNN the top ten people most likely to wind up as the Democratic nominee. Okay, so there's Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Amy Klobuchar, Michael Bloomberg, who joined the race literally like two weeks ago, Andrew Yang, Cory Booker, Tom Steyer, and Julian Castro. Those are who are listed as, um, I guess the, the ten possibles, right? I would, I would vote for Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, he's a, he's an interesting guy. I don't think a lot of people know about him. No, a lot of people but don't. He is interesting. He doesn't market himself well enough. No, I, well, he also doesn't get the media attention that these other big people do. Yeah, that's true. Because he is fairly new. But so tell tell us a little bit why why you like him, why you vote for him. Um, from what I have seen, I followed him a little bit. He seems like a pretty genuine guy. He would be the first Asian American to run for to uh, be elected president. Um, I think he has a lot of good core values, and I like that he uses science. He has, you know, he has a scientific mind. So he, I think he he would make a lot of rational decision making. And yeah. I agree with some of his some of the his uh, proposed policies. 
Sure. Yeah. Well, he is. He's a former businessman. I mean, did really well for himself. So that's, I think, a good sign. Um, you know, he he was successful with what he did before. He decided to run for office, and he does think very. Uh, I guess you could say. I mean, he's very kind of logical in his in his reasoning, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he does. He was one of the first candidates to offer a universal basic income as well, mm. which um, he wants to guarantee $1,000 a month for every single American, if elected. Mm-hmm. He also, I know, wants to uh, legalize, federally legalize marijuana and um, kind of take uh, run, run back jail sentences for people that were that are in jail right now for marijuana use, so... Um, it's an interesting, he, he's running on an interesting platform and I like, I like him personally from what I've seen of him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I could, I could agree with that. Yeah. What about you, Trev? Dude, uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. I haven't been keeping up with it at all. So I wouldn't be able to formulate a valid opinion because I have nothing to back up who I would pick. All right. Well, I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think you're alone, I guess, you know? Um, no, I just, I don't think I don't pay attention to it at all. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people are kind of feeling that way now, and then what they're going to do is maybe make a, a snap decision mm-hmm. when it gets closer. But, I mean, yeah. also, there's still 10 candidates. So, I mean, the person you really like maybe could, you know, maybe... Drop you off. You have to drop out for some reason. But I I guess if you just had to pick somebody. So, I mean, we know that this is kind of a maybe... You know, not uneducated guess, but it's kind of a... <laughs> it's a blind guess, man. It's, yeah, I mean, the it's only kind thing of a we've guess. talked about was Andrew Wang's, like, uh, <laughs> the policy <laughs> the policy for giving $1,000 a month to, like, certain families. That's kind of a cool idea. But other than that, man, I've, I got no idea. I'm just going to... You know who I'm going to say just to piss you off? Who? My boy Bernie Sanders, baby. Bernie Sanders. Yep. Just, just yeah. to get you so mad. Uh, it doesn't make me mad. I mean, he's he's a he. I feel like he's a good person. I just really disagree with how he, uh, how he thinks what he thinks is the best way to, I guess, fix the country. Mm-hmm. But what about so, you, Maddie? Well, I still want to know if you had a shot in the dark, blind shot, like you just Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren. I'm sure you've heard these these people somehow in the news. Yeah, I have. Um, I just don't know anything that they've said. Just know that we'll go with Joe Biden in the form of vice president. Joe Biden. Okay. I mean, he's leading the polls. He's. I, I pick winners. As of now. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> as of now, he's <laughs> he's the favorite, you know. It's probably come down yeah. to him and Trump, no? Uh, it's, I think it's going to be tough. But that's, that's a different, you know, I think it would be interesting, too, to maybe give our take on maybe once it gets closer. Yeah. It's maybe like two or three nominees. Maybe who we, who do we think would be the best to go against Trump? Who do we think would could possibly beat him? You know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I guess if I had to pick one, and she's not on this list here, but her name's Tulsi Gabbard. Um, she is. She's not really doing hot in the polls. I mean, I think she's like below five percent. She might even be below three percent in the polls. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's currently not polling, or she currently doesn't have enough campaign dollars to um register for the next debate but i really like her personality her persona she seems very 
uh, controlled. Um, she seems very, uh, she, she seems very educated. She's, um, a representative from Hawaii. Wow. I haven't even heard um, of her to be honest. Yeah. She's kind of, she's unfortunately kind of just like, it's kind of not really, I guess, got the attention that I think she deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, she did though. I don't know if you remember from a debate, she knocked Kamala Harris out with this huge oh, attack yeah, on yeah, her. Yeah on her past as a, as a prosecutor yeah, in California. Yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah, but if I had to vote for anybody right now, I would vote for Tulsi Gabbard. I really like her. And she's a former, she's a veteran. Oh, nice. Yeah, so to, I think this is just interesting to think about and keep in the back of your mind is maybe to kind of keep an eye on this stuff and stay, maybe stay up to date so you know where people stand. Yeah, like it's, the it's candidates. such a big problem today, man. Nobody... So many people in our generation just don't follow it. Yeah, I think people are just going to make a snap decision in the ballot box between you know two people, and just it's going to be based off what name they saw more in the news, most likely. I mean, yep, that seems to be kind of how it goes with a lot of yeah. So really, unfortunately, yeah. So Trevor, uh, I mean, people, uh, (laughs) give it a look. (laughs) Easy man. Okay. I got a hot take for you guys. Hot take. What do you got? So this is a quote from Picasso. Picasso. Now, I, this is, it's more of just a question, I guess, to you guys more so than a hot take, right? But this is the quote that I saw him, that he said, and it, it kind of, I don't really understand it. And I just want to see what you guys think. So the quote is, good artists copy great artist steal. Now I saw this quote because um, Quentin Tarantino actually referenced this um, because he had, he said in, in, in an interview that he takes a lot of his scenes in his movies, which are like critically acclaimed movies. They're, they're, you know, usually really good. Mm-hmm. He said he steals the majority of his scenes from other movies and just kind of recreates or puts his touch on it. Oh, and he openly admitted to, Admitted it and then said, you know, this is what Picasso said, that good artists copy and great artists steal. And it never made sense to me. What do you guys think about this? Good. I don't know. I've been thinking about it the past minute. Good artists copy, great artists steal. If he's talking about artwork, I guess it could mean like any anyone can take other people's work. I mean, and reproduce it, reproduce it. But I mean, I think it's different if it's to talking about art or movies. I mean, you can improve a movie scene. You know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, but could, then could movie be cons- couldn't a movie be considered art? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's exactly what it is. Theaters and arts. You know what I mean? Movie is totally an art. Just like sometimes you can, you can totally. All right, so we have a story for you guys today. I think maybe last week we. Oh no, last week was Trevor's date story. Bad date story. I thought maybe we skipped one. But anyway, <laughs> here we are. And I'm going to tell a story this week. And it's about a time I was right outside Yankee Stadium with my girlfriend. Um, and we had a strange encounter with a with a seemingly homeless man. We're walking around. Just got off the um, the subway to, to Yankee Stadium. And, you know, there's a bunch of vendors, street vendors selling food there, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's also a bunch of people there kind of asking for money or selling tickets. You know, it's a kind of a mess over in that area. So we're walking around and some guy comes up to us and goes, please, can I, you know, can I have some money? And I said, no, no, you know, no, thank you, whatever. So then he goes, oh, I just really want some food. I just would, you know, really want some food. And, you know, if that's the case, if someone's asking for something like that, mm-hmm. I personally don't really have a problem buying them food, you know, because I just feel like that's... Yeah, so instead of giving them some money for like drugs or something like that, you'd rather just give yeah. them food. Yeah, yeah, because I, that's definitely something that people need. I feel I do feel bad, and I just don't feel bad if you're going to take my ten bucks and go buy some drugs or something. Or right. so there's less doubt that way. Yeah. So I I go sure you know okay you know if you do want some food I, I, I you know absolutely I can we can do that. So I look at my wallet. I don't have any cash on me. And I look to uh, my girlfriend, who I'm going to the see a Yankee game with. I go, do you? Um, I was like, do you have any cash on you? She's like, yeah, I do have some cash. And I go, okay. Well, I go to the guy. I go, okay. Why don't we go over to the street vendor here? And you could. They had like egg and cheeses, like breakfast food, and mm-hmm. they had, you know, stuff that you know. I was like, why don't we just go over here and we can we can buy you something? And we start walking over, and I'm. It goes, you know, there's the. The guy that's asking for money, me in the middle, and then my girlfriend. We kind of round up to like we're waiting in line for the at the food vendor. My girlfriend starts to reach for the ten dollar bill. He just pulls it out of her hand and turns and walks away. Dude, what? And I was like, and I pro- yeah, I probably should have said something. I probably, but I, I dude, I feel like you'd be the first person to say something. Yeah, it I mean, probably and, surprised you though. Yeah, to be honest, I was like shocked that that even happened. So was uh casey and she we were both like what wait what like i thought i was doing trying to do something nice and you know and he just took that i would have chased after that guy and got my 10 bucks back yeah and she she was kind of mad at me actually she was mad that i allowed that to happen yeah 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 then, yeah for sure she's like, yeah she's like, why wait what just, just took my ten dollars blah 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 yeah 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 i would have fucking chased after that guy and i was mad too and i felt bad but it's just like i didn't know what to i really yeah didn't call you off guard you're, yeah. you're around a bunch of people. If you chase that guy and like tackle him and get the ten, like people will just see you you tackling a homeless guy. Yeah, you, you no way, dude. I wouldn't give a shit. I would just say this motherfucker took my money. So you would tackle the guy in the streets for a ten? Fuck yeah, dude! It's my ten bucks, dude. <laughs> He's not getting out of there. <laughs> what do you mean? I was just about to buy you food. You're gonna take my money? Fuck off, dude. I know. I was so pissed. You know, yeah, was... in the moment though, you know, it's it's a lot. You get shot. Yeah, you it's a lot to process for sure. No, you I guys have something like that? No, I just told the uh, told the guy to, it's really not a big deal because he was making a big scene at Stop and Shop the other day. What, so a homeless person? No, not a homeless person. Some inpatient guy that was being a punk to some woman. And I just told him to c- cut it out pretty much. You want me? <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to elaborate? <laughs> really. yeah, do you, I mean, do you want to tell dude. the story? No, I don't really <laughs> want to tell the story. Oh, okay. Well, I was I was kind of going with. Did you guys ever have a situation with maybe a homeless person where you either, you know, maybe not that they rip money out of your hand, but maybe they ask for food. Maybe yeah, or maybe there's some, which is unfortunate, but maybe somebody who's maybe drunk or you know, on drugs and maybe coming after you or being aggressive, anything like that. One time, I gave a homeless guy a dollar, and he said, "That's it." And he walked away. <laughs> oh, come on. I was just like, wow. I regret That's that. Bad. Yeah. That's bad, man. 
No, the only, the only like other time was um, I was up at Plymouth. I was hanging out with Ryan, Noe, Pat, and Avery. We all just went to the Lucky Dog, which is just like a local pub downtown in Plymouth. And we're all just walking out of it, all a little drunk. And this big-ass dude comes full speed, just like walking, power walking. And I'm looking at this guy, and no one's paying attention to him. And he runs and just walks straight through the group. You know how when there's a group of people going, you just kind of like, kind of smile and move in between each other? This guy just kept power walking, and he ran full speed into Ryan. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this guy's about to get his ass beat. And then <laughs> Ryan just shoves this guy off and was like, what the fuck? And then Pat came out of nowhere and just decked the guy and almost decked him into the road to, uh, Pat's, Pat's always looking for a fight. Yeah, I know. And it was just <laughs> nuts. Cause this guy was about to get his ass kicked. And then I had to hold Pat back from like going into the street to fight this guy. Like, <laughs> What'd the guy do once he got, he hit? just, he just got hit, got up and kept walking. He was like a psychopath, man. And then like his buddies kept coming over to like broke. He tried to fight Pat. It was just nuts. Jesus. People are aggressive. <laughs> it was At nuts. my school, I went to a Catholic school. We just said prayers to each other. And <laughs> pissed each it other's did. hands. Plymouth, Plymouth, there was so many fights. Everyone just wanted to fight. Really? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Almost every weekend, like you'd see the next day. And like you'd in a D hall where everyone ate. Like someone would have a black eye. Like people would get in fights all the time. Pat got jumped, and then oh, was that the night I was there? Yeah, that was the night you were there, and yeah, me and I you went back from. <laughs> yeah, he should have just came home with us, man. Yeah, I went to try to get into a party, right? And then a bunch of guys just went yeah, out he, there he like demanded to, to get into the party because uh, my old roommate was over there and he told us to come over, but then yeah. Jimmy wasn't there, and all the it's like a lacrosse house, and those kids thought they were really tough. Oh, and then they yeah. jumped Avery and Pat like two on six. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I was puking in, <laughs> in the middle of the snow. <laughs> it was the funniest time in the world, man. I come up, put you to sleep in my bed. I'm walking over to Julia's. I get over to Julia's. And I get in there. I go, oh, shit, I got to go check on Matt. And I go from all the way to Julia's all the way back to my place, open a door, and you're sleeping. And I go, all right, Maddie, peace. <laughs> <laughs> Closed the door, puked on the way back to Julius. I think I might have accidentally got sick in your bed that night yeah. too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was just so funny. Um, junior, junior year? year, yeah, junior year. That was a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, that was a shit show. It sounds like it. All right. Well, I guess I guess maybe even the the lesson of this story is just be careful. Um, <laughs> yeah, with, watch with, out with your money. Oh, for sure. I think so. Watch out. All right. For this week's honesty hour, I got something that, you know, is a little meaningful to me just because I love it so much. It's a holiday season after Thanksgiving. It's time to get your Christmas tree. It's my favorite time to go and favorite holiday kind of thing. Besides fall for the Christmas, I love just going out and cutting my tree down like a nice Christmas tree. They're like, oh, this is this is the one. This is the one that I'm going to get to decorate and it's going to smell so yeah. good when I bring it home, you know? Sure. And now I see so many people with fake trees. And it just drives me nuts. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't like fake trees at all. I think the best part about Christmas is cutting your tree down. And then your whole house smells like Christmas and pine. It's just such a good smell. It just brightens your mood. So I just you're don't anti-fake, understand why. You're I, I, can't stand, I can't stand 
fake trees. Hmm. All right, Nick, what do you think about this? So you can't stand fake trees just because it's not what you're used to. Yeah. Oh. If you grew no, up exactly. If you, if you grew up with fake trees, you you would have you would have nothing against them. Fake trees yeah, save people money, and they save trees from being cut down from the environment. Yeah, but Christmas trees are meant to get cut down. It's a crop. No, I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, in a way, they are planted there, farmed and maintained, and they're replaced. But And my family has always used real Christmas trees as well. But we, I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but the that article that uh, talked about this, the states with the highest concentration of Christmas tree farms is is at an all-time low this year, I think. Is that what it was? But Yeah. Yeah, so actually, so a little side note is we have so many less Christmas trees this year, and an article about this says it could be due to the, the, the recession, <laughs> <laughs> which... Uh, Matt is a firm believer in it, and I just think it's kind of crazy how the recession from 2009 is is affecting Christmas tree farmers now. Yeah, the NPR says this year there there is a tree short shortage. Mm-hmm. Most growers blame the tightened supply in the Great Recession. Um, a decade ago, we were in a global economic uh, malaise, whatever that word is. Malaise. <laughs> Ma- malaise. Don't well, ask Matt, me. No, Matt, I, it does make sense. I mean, Christmas trees take what ten years to grow on average. Yeah, and if they there probably was less of them planted ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people weren't buying them and. Maybe some places had to close down because of the economy. But anyway, look what you're doing, Trev. You're putting your your. Uh, if I had a fake tree right now, I wouldn't even have to worry about this all, because all the prices of trees are going up this year. That's okay. a lot of money. It's That's still okay? it's, it's all about Christmas, man. I'd like I'd spend some money to get some. some yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So, Trev, I know you have your little winter green fogger on in your room, right? No, 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 no. I got my room smelling like Christmas right now. It's sick. So, it's just a candle ran out earlier, but um, it's a pine candle, right? Okay. So, it smells like Christmas trees, and I got a essential oil diffuser going, and I put peppermint in there, nice. so it smells like peppermint and the uh, Christmas trees, and it's freaking sick. All right, so why don't you just put that in your living room with the tree, and it smells like a real tree, and you got the what, tree the candle. There. Yeah, because it doesn't beat the real smell of a tree. Hmm. Uh, you know it's a candle, but when you walk in and you smell the Christmas tree, like, oh, that's nice. Hmm. It's just funny that you're you don't care about the environment that much. And <laughs> it's all about your own personal pleasure. Yep, I guess so. I'm a very selfish person because <laughs> I like my fucking Christmas trees. I guess it's per- personal preference. <laughs> you know what? I've I've I'm the same way. I've always had a real tree in my house growing up, and I do prefer um, a real Christmas tree. But I don't think honestly, I I don't see a huge difference. I mean, you save all. You know how much you had to vacuum all the pine needles that fall. Yep. You got to water it three times a day. Yeah, but that's part of I mean, it. It's like having a dog. I got another question though. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, it's always going to be colored lights too. Colored lights. I'm a colored yeah, light Christmas here. tree guy. Same here. No. It's got to have colored lights. I don't like the white lights. I like the white it's lights. It's got to be colored because, no, the colored are awesome. Why? Well, why do you like them better? Oh, it's just what I grew up on, you know? Like, you peek downstairs, you see the colored lights, the presents are sitting right there like, oh, shit, you know? I feel like, I feel like colored to... lights. Go ahead, Trip. 
No, I just what like we... it like sets the mood. No, yeah, I was gonna say like I feel like colored lights are almost like more festive, and white lights are more like elegant. You know? Oh what I mean? yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, like no, rainbow I think... rainbow lights are more fun. Yeah, rainbow yeah. lights are fun, but yellow uh, white lights are crisp. Yeah, and they have a, you know their own beauty to them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, oh, so. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. I think I honestly I wouldn't care. I don't care if it's real or fake. I think that I see both sides. I think that you save money, you save the time of like I said, vacuuming and cleaning and um It's the most watering. logical solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it, but I'm just a I'm a firm believer in Christmas trees. Well I'm, I'm surprised I'm surprised Greta Thunberg hasn't come out with something yet about Christmas trees. Yeah, right. And how you, how we should stop cutting them down? No way, but. Jose. <laughs> All right, Nick. So, what do you think? You're you're 45 years old. You're sitting there with your wife, and you, you know, do we get a real tree or this year? Or should we go in for the fake tree? What are you doing? I'd probably have real. I'd only have a real tree if I was maybe like first year of owning a home, or and when okay. I have kids. But after that, I would just go fake. Just save the money and time. Fake. Trev, you're gonna be 80 years old, dragging a fake tree around your house or a real tree around your Fuck house. Fuck yeah, man! Absolutely, I'm gonna be putting that shit up every single year. I'm gonna go cut it down with my family every your single back's, year. Your your back's gonna be all fucked up because you deadlift wrong, <laughs> and then you're gonna I'm still try gonna, to go. I'm still gonna do it. That's all that matters. <laughs> Actually, my what a cool plan I had was is when I first buy my house, I want to plant yeah. Christmas trees or a, a, a certain type of tree. So then when I'm older. And like my kids are grown up at like eight or nine, ten or twelve. Like we can go down and just cut the one that I planted down, and then bring it in. You know. And then just after all that time, just kill it in a, two months. Yeah. <laughs> I I really don't think that's gonna happen. No, it's gonna be sick. I want. I, I don't think. I don't know if I'm gonna try. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Um, I think. <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> I think I would go for fake tree. I love it. Um, I think when I had young kids, you I would do fuck. the real tree just for the experience of it. Yeah, exactly. But as soon as as soon as I get old enough to kind of understand what's happening here, um, mm-hmm. fake trees up. Definitely. No. I mean, the whole concept of a Christmas tree is kind of strange too, as it is. Cutting. What right, do you mean? Like, just in general, like when a certain time of year rolls around, you cut down a tree and put it in your house and decorate it with bunch of crap and then just put <laughs> presents under it on the last day of one of the last days of the month and i don't know it's just weird but it's what we grew up with and what's what we're used to so yeah it is a weird tradition well also what about the fact that a 300 pound guy f- goes down your chimney everyone's exactly. chimney breaks into your house and leaves you free stuff like that's that's what we're teaching kids yeah well i mean it's true because it's the spirit of christmas right yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> exactly. That's All right. Deal. Well, Merry Christmas. Every, well, not Merry Christmas, but Merry Christmas season. Yeah. Or what now, is it, holiday? if you have a fake tree, you're more than welcome to send me a picture on the commoners page. And uh, it will not get a like, but we will share it. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be a fun thing to do, isn't it? Because everyone's trees are up. I mean, why don't you guys send uh, post a picture of your Christmas tree to our Facebook page and we can maybe even rank it to see who looks the best. We could have one category, fake and real. 
this might be something we can do maybe like a little competition yeah like for people sure. po- whoever people post pictures of their christmas tree decorated and then we can all um well you know after a certain time maybe two weeks from now we'll we'll rank them all and we'll see what uh which one is the best one yeah, yeah that's a good Let's idea that'd be fun i think so Maybe the winner will get something uh, special too. Yeah, let's maybe a little su- a, a little Christmas surprise. How about that? Let's do. We'll do a giveaway or oh, something. Jesus. Oh fucking shit! That's okay. All right. Well, with uh, <laughs> I got a phone oh, call to pick up. So. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got a phone call. I got to answer. So let's wrap up the show. Right. <laughs> time to go for matthew <laughs> all right so how can we help right everyone knows everyone knows the uh the gist by now we want to use this platform to help out as many people or help out in any way that we can um in any way possible so message us and we can promote a good cause a GoFundMe. you know it's christmas time so maybe people need some uh some help around the holidays with things and there's a lot of good events that happen around this time. I feel like maybe it's just me, but anything you got, send it to us and we will promote it. We will push it as hard as, uh, <laughs> 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 all right, big edit job. We will, uh, promote it as much as we can. So send us anything you got. All right, everyone. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It just takes a couple of minutes. You can find us on our social media. Our Instagram is The Commoner Podcast. Facebook is The Commoner, at The Commoner Podcast. Twitter is The Commoner Pod 1. All right, and you can send us an email. Please keep sending in the voice memos. Everyone's been doing a great job. We've been getting some good feedback, but let's keep it coming, and let's try to uh, let's try to get some more of those in there, and we'll talk about them on the podcast for you. Our email is thecommonerpodcast3 at gmail.com, and that's the number three. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did doing it, and I hope maybe we uh, provoke some interesting thoughts and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. And I oh, want to yeah. remind I want to remind everyone to keep an ear out and an eye out for our um, – we're going to be posting clips of our podcast episodes each a couple minutes long um, We're gonna, just to kind of – promote the podcast more and just to listen to some quick blurbs of some good conversations that we've had. So definitely keep an eye out and spread the word. Yeah. Next time you're with your family, tell them we should have told you to do it last week, but next time you're for the holidays coming up, say like, Hey, I'm listening to a really cool podcast, the commoner. You guys should check it out. Spread it. Spread it. Yeah. Spread the word. We really appreciate that. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next Monday. Now, I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. Credits. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Still here? It's over. Go home. Go.